Okay, ladies and gentlemen, episode two. Did you think we'd get this far? Did you think we'd make it? Absolutely not. Especially not with the way that we're set up today. (laughs) I mean, if you saw the video, if we, because we're going to start doing video if we get past three podcasts, I told them. (laughs) We look like absolute slobs. (laughs) Set up on the couch. It's so, listen, this is going to be a way better setup. First of all, it'll be more relaxed. They'll be able to tell it in our voices. No shot, it's going to be a better setup. <laughs> it's just so hot. It's just so hot and humid. We finished the work day today, and we're like, we got to do the podcast today. And it's the last thing. It's the last thing we want to do. Is, which is anything. And I was like, all right, I need a, I need a 15, <laughs> 10, 15 minute nap. Half an hour to 45 minutes later, I'm like, <laughs> I can't even move. I think... Uh, so I think last week we talked about a whole bunch of crap and went off on tangents, which is fine. But I think we talked about a couple good things, especially with the whole college versus getting into the trades thing. I actually want to I actually want to point out the biggest plus is the tuition you save. You're not dumping tens of thousands of dollars for a degree. Well, it depends because I. I Remember last time we talked about me going to, um, I was going to go to technical school, ITT Tech for auto mechanics. And it's only a year and a half, I think. Yeah, but what do you get? Is it a certification or is it a license? It's, I think it's just a certification. I don't think you need to, I don't know if you need to be licensed to be an auto mechanic or you just need to be certified as an auto mechanic. But they do help you with a lot of things like getting jobs and, and, and things like that after school. But it's it's almost $30,000 for the tuition for the year and a half, which is crazy. Yeah. I didn't know it was that much. It's crazy. If you go, I mean, I think they offer also HVAC. They do offer those types of trades too. But it's very, very expensive. And if you don't, if you don't get grants, you're paying about thirty. $30,000 for that year and a half. So I was, we were talking, and I think you were at the conversation that um, Paul had gone to his kid's job fair or trace, or when, when his daughter was graduating, he goes over to the school and it has all these tables and they're giving out scholarships and stuff like that. And there was one trade scholarship being given out to one kid that wanted to do it. And to be honest, the interest wasn't even there. So it would be nice to change that because we're about to hit a really bad time where the average age of a plumber, I was watching a video the other day, 60 years old. Where, in our area or just in general? In this country. Yeah, it's... Nationwide, the average... What were you saying? We went to we went to that plumber's board meeting for, for New Jersey. Yeah. And in, in the state of New Jersey, this is a fun fact. This is a fun fact. There's, what... Nine million people in New Jersey, right? In the state of New Jersey. I think so, yeah. Okay. There's only 5,000 licensed plumbers in the entire state, and most of those are boomers. And 10,000 hacks. <laughs> yeah. Most of those are boomers who, at the end of the day, they're going to, I mean, you know, pretty soon they're going to be retiring. Yeah. And there's nobody to fill those gaps. Yeah. There's nobody to fill those spaces. Already, we don't have enough plumbers. Can you imagine what's going to happen? Plumbers, electricians. Yeah, it's with the all with that the stuff. Home, so, and this is something like, you can automate out fast food workers. They're doing it now. 
I don't know if you've gone to these high-tech McDonald's where you don't even talk to a person. And you can make burgers on a conveyor line in, yeah. in a McDonald's. You can automate this stuff out. No one's going to retail stores anymore. But you can't automate out plumbing, electrical, contracting, putting up sheetrock, all that stuff. I saw a robot oh, put up right. sheetrock. Yep. You know <laughs> I what? saw a robot put up sheetrock in a video but it's not going to be give him a, a corner thing. give him a corner and like yeah. a, a bowing archway it's not going to yeah it's not going to be a thing you're not going to have a robot come to your house to put up sheet rocket yeah so i think i think the median age of plumbers being 60 we're going to start feeling the heat because they're still working they're still out there working yeah they're just the a old timers bit are still working in a couple of years that's it yeah so i think uh i think I know Quartz is trying to get involved in pushing a scholarship or coming up, especially next year. And you know what? I hope other companies will catch on. Like, I think I'd be down to do it with a bunch of companies. Yeah. And I'll, I'll say, I actually posted something like this on Instagram that, uh, oh, no, there was a Facebook thread. And Conway Plumbing is in River Edge. We see Conway all the time. Yeah. I talk to him at the plumbing supply house. So... I'm on, I'm part of a whole bunch of you know River Edge groups and stuff like that. Mom's and group. <laughs> no, not in any mom's group because you have to prove your gender and the fact that you have children, which I, <laughs> I'm not a woman. I don't have children, but they they were talking. Someone had posted a picture. Conway came in. They did a, he did a great job, and they posted a picture, and there was this whole thread. Yeah, we use Conway for everything. So I jumped on there, and my comment was, you know, on paper. Plumbing companies are supposed to be really, really competitive and, you know, you not praise each other. But to be honest, this area has some of the best contractors and Conway's no exception. I posted that and people were shocked Yeah, that when you go to the supply house in this area in Hackensack, we all talk to each other. We joke around. No one's fighting for there's endless work. There's endless work. So when we go down there, there's not much of a sense of competitiveness unless you're busting chops yeah like if Rob Wickersheim's in there I'm gonna bust <laughs> his chops <laughs> yeah. but if you go out like we were talking about my brother doing plumbing in Ohio you go to a supply house out there nobody speaks to each other yeah. everyone's cold no one's helping each other I've called tons of plumbers around here for help when I'm stuck on a job they have no problem reaching a handout so yeah. well the difference in plumbing here versus over in in all of those other states you go out to the midwest you go to the south it's it's wildly different i mean you've you've talked about it i know a little bit less about what goes on in in the midwest but you say people like their water heaters are mostly electric water heaters they they lease their they, they finance their their they utilities lease, yep they they fight they 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 rent their hot water heaters they rent their ac units they rent their boilers so they're on a payment plan yeah we don't we don't understand so uh, it was our it was our teacher i don't think we realize how good we have it i'm gonna have to here. i'm gonna have to put foam rubber around you why with, because you're getting a lot of blowback with the noise <laughs> yes. every time you touch you that hear coffee me swallow cup. every time i drink my coffee <laughs> every time you touch the coffee cup it's like it's like you're leaning into the Grand Canyon. I can see it bothering him, which is why I keep doing it. <laughs> I'm an agitator. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's not just for the podcast. Yeah. So, oh, here's something I wanted to clarify. That my, 
out that my dad's hands are not as soft as I made it out last last week. Oh. He was so bothered by that. So <laughs> I, I said, you I said, well, I sent him the podcast. I was like, Dad, listen to this. Tell me what you think. He's like, I think it's great, but uh, I don't like that my soft hands were a big topic <laughs> of it. I'm like, well, we're just pulling from reality here. Yeah, I didn't show. <laughs> I did. I wasn't showing my friends this. <laughs> I wasn't showing it um, unless this takes off. I'm not showing anybody. Listen, who knows? You know what? If we get five listeners, I don't care. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, we I get- mean, I I enjoy it, which is why you can't tell your friends that you enjoy certain things. Oh yeah, <laughs> especially your group of guys. They're friends. gonna crap on it. Yep. So I'm like, you know what? You know, this is my therapy. Yep. Like every time you go over to your friend's house, they're gonna like mock you with like headphones and stuff. Yeah. Don't don't say you guys don't talk go do about your the podcast. Yeah. Don't talk about the things that you enjoy with them, <laughs> or you'll just be just drink and nod at each other when you when you're with them. <laughs> so what else did we learn this week? Oh, I definitely. I, it's not that I learned this, but it reiterated how much I hate working in the rain. <laughs> I think it's miserable. <laughs> you know what else is great about working for Phil? <laughs> what <laughs> is that? If it rains, if the weather is. <laughs> Slightly out of whack if it's not 70 degrees outside and the humidity is not too hot and not it's it's he's calling it. He's like, I'm not doing it. That's not I'm not <laughs> Certain jobs I call. I'm joking. I know. I know. I mean, there have been days. There was that there was a we both came in. It was torrential downpour. There were like two hose bibs scheduled. I'm like, I'm not working. Yeah, it's, hose bib is not an emergency. You not you don't have to work outside in the rain for two hose bibs. They can plus it's raining. Your water, your lawn is being watered as we speak. Yeah, they don't have to. They, we don't have to work outside on a day like that. But. Well, well, here's another thing that we're starting to do this week is wrap up that renovation we had. Yeah, which is nice. Yeah, that renovation. <laughs> I mean, listen, it turned into. How do you feel? How do you feel? Okay, you. There's two types of work in this business. There's new construction. There's, which I can, I guess renovations can kind of go in the new construction. Renovation, new construction. Yeah, Yeah, renovation, new construction. Because you can renovate a bathroom and not a whole house. But there's new construction, renovation, and then there's service work, which we're mostly service plumbers. We do renovations, bathroom remodels and stuff like that. But what do you... What do you prefer and what do you think about the, those two? At the size we're at, it's tough to do renovations because this is what I gather from renovations, remodels, and all that stuff. If you, it's okay if you, if you bump the table putting the coffee cup down. Right, I was just busting it. your chops before. It, so we're not big enough for renovations. I'd like to get to a point because I got to be honest, if you can bang out a renovation quickly, if you can bang out the plumbing rough, in a period of a day and a half, you're golden because then all the other contractors can come in. But when you're not, when you're, when you're only two guys, and then the phone is ringing off the hook for other people needing work, you have and to you have customers, step away. Went, you have to step away, put it on hold, rearrange your schedule because the one contractor comes in, he's like, "Oh, you guys got to move this pipe," and, so, and then you have to stop what you're doing, drive over. We're not big enough for it, but I would like to get to a point where we can take. A renovation or two and be comfortable put four or five guys on it and be done with it i i think that for us renovations we can do renovations remodels 
stuff like that. Like a bathroom. A kitchen remodel. and a bathroom. I don't even think. I'm not even saying together, but no. we can do a kitchen. Yes. We could do a bathroom if it comes yeah. up. It's got to be just the bathroom, just that controlled space because once we start getting into going, oh, we, you know, can, let's do this bathroom now. Let's do this kitchen well, now. Let's do this now. This renovation yeah, we're I doing. Know. I know it. It gets away from it. Gets it can get away from you fast because the homeowner. Once you start opening things up, first of all, you start finding what the last plumber did, what the the contractor did with the house before you, mm-hmm. and it, you just open up cans of worms, and you keep moving on down the line. Like the whole the whole job will come to a screeching halt if there's an issue with another trade being in there. You know, we just we needed to. They needed to re. Resupport that entire bathroom upstairs with brand new beams, well, brand yeah. new beams that went across the entirety of the kitchen. We opened the walls and just it, found a. Nightmare. It needed to get done. It needed to get done. I mean, listen, that was more than just a rent. We did a, we did the boiler, water heater, redid the laundry room downstairs, redid the kitchen, and not it wasn't just a kitchen. It's a kosher kitchen, which means you need the two sinks, yeah. you need the two stoves, and they put a bar sink. Now we're getting finally to the end of it, and it's turning into a beautiful beautiful job i mean the homeowners picked out beautiful tile the countertops is gorgeous but to get there oh and then the other thing the other bathroom upstairs that we had to redo because when we opened the walls we found out that the shower pan has been leaking behind the wall for months it looked like years yeah and there was mold and everything and the insulation was just absorbing it but here's what the homeowner told me that before they bought the house no one had lived there for like a year and a half. No. They, they bought it with no one living there, which is even sometimes worse. Yeah, because when stuff doesn't move, when stuff doesn't get used, it, you know, it, it starts to deteriorate. I'm glad we're finally getting to the end of it. Yeah. Um, it happens to us every year, though. <laughs> because so heating work drops off, and what are you going to take? You, I, you, know, listen, you have to take a couple renovations here yeah, and there. I agree. I did turn one down today, though. I agree that you have to turn down renovations here and there. As with a company our I, size. With the company our size. I think instead of we just need to stick to remodels. If it's a bathroom, if somebody wants to redo the bathroom, okay, no problem, we can do that. That in our slow season, not even in our busy season. But it's it's very very difficult with stuff like this where it does get away from us. I mean, we listen, we basically did the entire house. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that is true. Like there's only one bathroom that we didn't touch. Well, that's my opinion. Service work to me is where it's at, because first of all, it's a, it's highly skilled. You need to know what you're doing. You can't just go in there and be a schmuck. So you if if you're going in there with knowledge on how to do service work, work on a boiler, work on a water heater, fix some plumbing that you can access, change change a bit of the sewer line. For me, that's where it's at, because you can get in. You can charge the customer properly. You get in, you get out, you make your money, and you move on. You put a good warranty, you give them a great warranty, and then you move on, and then that's it. You move to the next one. That's where our company size is set up for that we can handle. Yeah. And I'm not saying, like, like we know a, we know a plumber, he's a single-man operation, and he'll bang out a renovation. I don't know how he does it. I got to give the guy props. But he will go do a, he'll go, yeah, I'm going to just do a renovation he or probably, a remodel. It's a remodel, a remodel this yeah. weekend. Yeah. Which, okay, if that's the case, you're just running some PVC for some new fixtures and stuff. But even still, man, I, I, it's, it's, it's 
the plumbing industry is tough to do alone. I wouldn't want to do it. Well, he's always got a guy. He's He does most of the stuff himself, but I'm sure I can ask him, but I'm sure he's just not not even concentrating on any of his service calls while that thing is going yeah on, while that you really have to on. shut your phone off he can't he can't <clears throat> there's no way because every single time we're on one of those remodels or renovations our phone is like off the hook ringing and you always have to step away every like couple hours you got to step away yeah. for something it's and i mean if it's not 70 degrees with perfect humidity i, I get really <laughs> I get really testy anyway, so. Oh, yeah. Like Nancy will call with just a simple request, <laughs> and then it's like Pearl Harbor's it's, being bombed. It, yeah, it sets him off. This is this is where, this is where the courts, <laughs> the courts start to <laughs> start to break down. I've worked with him. I've worked with his brother in these types of conditions. And you've met a lot of courtses. I've met a lot of courtses. Now they're great, friendly, fun. As hell, but don't work for. But them. don't work for them if temperature is not perfect. It's <laughs> not work for them. Don't work next to them. If <laughs> it is true, we're emotional people. We're an emotional. So you go all. We're, courses are all over the country. We're all different, but if you hang out with us all in a room and you look around, you'd be like, you know what? These people are not different at all. They're the exact same person, squished into different bodies. <laughs> It's hilarious from the outside. <laughs> what else do we have to there's talk a lot about? Of passive aggressiveness. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no passiveness in the aggressiveness. It's just aggressiveness. Listen, we are our grandfather's offspring. Yeah. I mean, he was such a ball buster. I told you, everywhere we would go, he would make jokes. Did I tell this story last week? Yes. Did I? Yeah. The very, very. Clearly, I'm going senile. Um, I try to be nice to you about it. No, I try you need to, to. I try to entertain your stories. It makes you. It makes you happy. So oh, whatever. Like you don't repeat anything. <laughs> this kid comes in, thinks he's perfect, perfect employee, everything. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what else we got? I mean, we, we we're really just wrapping up that renovation this week. Yeah, it's it's right now. It's just balanced. Here's the other thing that I despise about renovations. <laughs> You do a lot of work. You're working in someone's house for months. You finally wrap up the job. Like we have that, that house we went to today in, um, with the pool that's filling up. I don't want to say the name, but we did a whole bunch of work there. Mm -hmm. So you put a year warranty on the work you do, but if something happens two years from now, you've, you're kind of obligated to go and take care of it. Like you're stuck there. You're the guy that had the hands in the house two, three years down the road. Now you can... You can be a ball buster and say, no, sorry, your warranty's done, so you're going to pay for this visit, which sometimes on some situations I do with those jobs when it's appropriate, but a lot of times we'll just be like, if they're let's a good just customer, go take care of it. If they're a good customer, you should take care of it because you know that you're getting a lot of work and they, you know, you have a good, a good relationship with that person, but if they're not, then I'm sorry, but I'm, you know, you're running a business here. Like I said, I always go back to cars with this kind of stuff because that's that's my father's industry but you remember when i bought my truck the one you have now the one i have now which i haven't seen in weeks <laughs> yeah too much gas where is it it's at it's at my father's property 
You're just not driving it because it's a gas guzzler. Because I don't spend, I don't feel like spending a hundred dollars a week in gas right now. Currently, I, I don't like to admit it, but I'll admit it now. I'm driving a Prius. I put twenty dollars in that thing and I drive it for three weeks. And if I don't need the pickup truck, I'm not driving the pickup truck. Are you going to keep that Prius? I'm not keeping it. If he needs to sell it, if somebody calls him on it, then. Then uh, you, don't, you don't think you'll snag like a like a girlfriend with driving around with no that way thing? like go picking her up no way I actually tried to take somebody out on a date I said I'll pick you up at eight I pulled up in the Prius and she said absolutely not no way yeah she said no are you serious I'm joking are you oh, kidding me she's I was gonna, gonna say, say no she's ridiculously dateable then <laughs> she's gonna say no Prius <laughs> <laughs> he drives the but, Prius but but um you found her TikTok later and she's just like ripping on she's you she's ripping on me. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, so I gotta say, if that was a true story, I'd be like, "You get that you girl. Need, you back. wanna meet her? You wanna <laughs> <Yeah>. meet her? <laughs> Good. Invite her out I for a beer." I was describing my perfect first date. <laughs> she she rejected my Prius. You say the Prius is pretty badass car, though. It's a great car. It's probably one of the best cars, but it doesn't it doesn't take away from the fact that it's very very feminine. It's soul crushing that car. All right, a Prius. There's, there's nothing. <laughs> Prius or a Volkswagen Bug, in yellow. Both in yellow. That I don't think. Well, sunshine yellow. Prius. <laughs> Prius. I have to go with the Prius too. There's nothing more feminine than a Volkswagen Bug. Yeah. Apologies to anyone who's a male and drives Volkswagen Bug. I don't think there's any. I think you're offending maybe one person in the entire a classic eight billion bug. people world. What? Maybe a classic bug. Yeah, I could, you know. Yeah, that's nice. Those are nice people are doing nice things with those old buggies too. When my parents first got married, their first vehicle, and I remember it, was the Volkswagen van. It was a red and white V Dub van with the flat front. It had carpet in the back. I'm trying to remember because this is when I was really, really young. But there was brown shag carpet in the back, one seat. It was mostly open. I don't remember them driving it for very long, but it was just a cool cool vehicle if they kept it it would have been worth a lot of money i know then. and they were worth nothing back then yeah no one wanted them well, the everything reason was cheap then well they, the reason they drove it around because they, they like went out of style my parents were broke yeah and that was the van they got that the one they could only they had no seats in the back <laughs> but i want to just to the point that i was making was was that truck that i have now it's going back to the warranties and obligated like that um i bought that truck it cost me like $25,000 okay it's a 2015 GMC Sierra alright they had dropped the price down I bought it from a brand new Lexus dealership and they didn't want to they didn't want to give me a warranty on the truck at all at all because it wasn't GMC it wasn't a GMC dealership okay so it was a Lexus dealership somebody had traded in that GMC they didn't want to give me a, they didn't want to give me a warranty at all I was like are you kidding me like, my father's in the business. He sells $7,000 cars, $5,000 cars, $6,000 cars. He gives a warranty with At it. least 30 something, days. Something. And they were like, no, no, we don't want to give it. And I they was wouldn't like, even give you 30 days? They didn't want to give it to me. So I kept going back for. I left the dealership. I went there like three times. And eventually on the third time, they wanted to, they, they started talking about it, um, a warranty. And I was like, listen, you guys are starting to bother me with, I want the truck. Okay, there's a reason why I'm back here the third time, but I'm not leaving here if I don't get a warranty. <laughs> and I hate to admit this, but I was like, you've been dealing with me, and I'm not that nice to deal with, <laughs> all right? But 
You're going to bring if, your father if I'm going to bring my father here and it's going to be over for you people because my father, he's an immigrant and he's, <laughs> he's loud and aggressive. And no shame. And he's going to walk out of there. They're going to give the keys to that GMC <laughs> with a three-year three warranty. warranty. Powertrain bumper to bumper. Yep. <laughs> and, and he's going to, and he's, it still won't be good enough. And, yeah. And that's what happened. That's, you brought him in? I brought him, well, I brought, I, I, I um, called him when I was there, and he goes, "Put me on the phone with the guy. Put me on the phone. <laughs> put me on the phone with the manager." <laughs> I put him on the phone with the manager. The guy comes back like 10, 15 minutes later. He's Crying. like, "All right, listen, you're completely get, defeated. You're gonna get a warranty. <laughs> We're so sorry. <laughs> I'm not even joking, dude. This is not a joke. You're gonna get a warranty. The car is 25. Okay, they dropped it from 30 already." Because uh-huh. they couldn't get rid of it, you're getting a warranty, and then what happened was, was that. Did you hear any of this conversation between him, him and your father? No. Ugh. No. Oh man. No, I just gave him the phone, and that was it. My father, he went <laughs> twenty minutes, fifteen, twenty minutes on the phone with him, and I'm sure he said what I said. Listen, I'm in the business. I know what the car is. How are you going to sell a car twenty five thousand dollars with no warrant? Like. You're out of your mind. Yeah. And my father, he told me the the first time that I went there when I was negotiating with them, he goes, "Get out of there, don't don't even." I wasn't gonna stay anyway. But uh, three weeks after I had that truck, I don't know if you remember, catalytic converter went bad. Yeah, yeah. That check engine light came mm-hmm. on. Catalytic converter went bad. Now I have the warranty. Right at the end of the warranty. They didn't want to honor it. They didn't want to honor it because they said check engine light doesn't mean because I got a warranty engine and transmission. And they didn't want to honor it because the catalytic converter has nothing to do with the engine. It's got to do with um, emissions. Did you threaten him with another phone call from so, my father? So that's exactly what happened. <laughs> listen, I will get this man on the phone right now. And, and <laughs> once I threatened my father, he goes, listen, no problem. It's like an $1,800 that job. so funny. It's like an $1,800 job. And he goes, we got it. Sorry. Listen, they just made twenty five grand. I mean, to be honest. They didn't make twenty five grand. That's what they traded okay, it well, in. Okay, I well, mean, you but, know what I mean. But yeah, it's... It, <laughs> you want you want to get something for a good price you bring my father so how do we make this applicable to running a small business to plumbing not even plumbing or just, just a running small business? a small business well I can get my father on here he can tell you he goes <laughs> just have no shame yeah the, well okay so that's kind of the point is what I'm saying it's like you have to be good. He's good to his longtime customers. He knows who's like he has repeat buyers. A lot of his business is repeat buyers. Same thing with this. You have a lot of repeat customers who you have to treat well because they keep using you. Yeah. Now you have new customers that if they already start complaining and they don't like your pricing right. and they don't like your uh, uh, the way you work or the way you know the way we do our business, then it's not. Um, it's not the worst thing in the world to be like, listen, listen I have I'm another company. I'm not the guy for you. Yeah. Well, we have another company. You know what? It was, it, it was, there was a learning curve for me because when I first came into this business, I wanted like the customer was always right to me. And that's just not true. And it's not bashing the customers because listen, we have 1200 customers on our roster. We really don't have horrible customers. No. And we get the new calls we get, like they just fish themselves out anyway. You know, they're not going to like us regardless of what they do. They're just going to go somewhere else. But what I had to learn, and it took me two to three, maybe even four years of the fact that 
we're out there. We have acquired a certain amount of knowledge, a certain amount of tools that you don't have. Mm-hmm. And I'm killing my body. I'm upside down under your vanity for two hours trying to get this thing out and then in. I'm cutting myself. I'm hitting my head on every pipe in the basement. Like, he we knows. are. <laughs> I he hits do. His head on every A hundred times a week. Like, I don't know why it still hurts when I do it. I do it so many times. But we are out there. And we've seen all the problems that you're bringing us to your house for. We know how to fix it. Us in the trades, we deserve to make a good wage. And I will find that, like, there is a general consensus. And this kind of bothers me a bit that people still look down on the trades as when we come in. Like, you don't go to the grocery store and haggle over your bill. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now... And especially going to the grocery store when people are spending four, five, six hundred dollars, like the price is the price. And what we've done in the past couple of years is we have spent hours sitting down, doing math, figuring out our numbers. What is our average this month? Where do we need to be charging? Like we've spent hours on figuring out where we need to be. So when I throw out a price, I'm not just pulling that out of midair. I'm sitting down. Listen. I know, first of all, how much in an uncomfortable position I'm going to have to be in for the next three hours. I'm going to know how many, what kind of tools I'm going to need, how expensive they are. You know, the pro press is only rated for up to a certain amount of presses. Yeah. Like all that stuff needs to be maintained. The trucks out there, this truck drives all around Bergen County. Like, I'm sorry, you got to pay for that. You have to pay for that. You are well, you are more than welcome to take my estimate and go find a schmuck that will charge you half price. But you will get half price schmuck work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it really comes down. You're paying for the knowledge. You're paying for the knowledge. You're, pay, uh, you're paying for all that. You're paying for the tools, the knowledge. I mean, our, our, our tools cost a lot of money. You, can, you may have a win-win situation when you find someone who's half the price, but I'll tell you one thing. That guy is not taking care of his employees. He's not taking care of himself. You know what I mean? Yeah, he might not, he might not be there for you when you call. I, I know this. Speaking for this company, at least, I know that I, we constantly get compliments on how we react to... Um, how we respond to customers and and calling them back. I mean, just calling customers yeah. back. Our office, Nancy gets a yeah, lot. She gets a lot of compliments. A lot of compliments. She does a great job in the office for Because we hear all the time we'll get it we'll finally get to a we'll get to a job and the customer's like Oh, I, I, you don't understand. Like, I can't even get a call how'd, back. I can't you believe. hear about us? And she goes, you guys answered. <laughs> yeah, the, you're the only ones that picked up the phone. Yeah. So that is, you got to pay for someone who's that responsive. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it t- like I was saying before, it took me, and I, I didn't come into this business automatically thinking how much I, we deserve to charge. It, it took learning and getting frustrated and failing and losing on the job to be like, listen. To know your worth. We ha- Exactly. And charge your worth. And don't be ashamed. There's no need to recoil from that. When you talk to a customer and they're like, oh my gosh, it's that much? Be like, yeah, Yeah. it's that much. You don't say that to a lawyer. 
<laughs> you, yeah, you don't exactly. say that to a lawyer when he charges you seven hundred dollars an hour to come to the courtroom to sometimes not even speak to the judge on your behalf, yeah. and that's what you have to pay. Yeah, you know, like I mean, you don't say that to him. He went to law school. He, he we spend we spend the rest of our lives in this in this business having to stay in required continuing education. Mm-hmm. We have to get the license first of all, and what did, we learned this year, you actually don't own your license. The state yeah. owns your license. Yeah, the state owns your stamp. Yep. So you have to like if you're not charging what you need to be charging, you're not. A business owner, you're just in a you just have a really risky job. Yeah. Well, remember what Ronnie said to like um, pricing out your job. Let's say you go. Let's say you estimate the job at a five hour job. All right, <laughs> and you get the job done in four hours. Okay. He had a customer come to him one time when he finished the job an hour like an hour and a half early. He goes, "Oh, so you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna charge me." less for it because you you know you weren't here for the full five hours he goes if i went over the five hours if i did six hours can i charge you more can i charge you more and he goes you have a good point you have it's a good like, point you're paying for the the experience and some jobs do go over time yeah that's and some why jobs get done in less time but you estimate it out at what you know on average that's going to take you well here's the other thing and i've actually heard a couple good points that's kind of why we don't charge by the hour anymore because it could screw over the customer. I mean, let's say we get stuck up. I'm trying to think of a job, a simple one that we just, we got stuck up on. Like the customer's on the hook for all that extra time. But if you take your averages, if you take your averages and you make sure you're charging enough for material, you'll meet your numbers and you don't have to, and the customer's not like, well, what you took so long because you're just trying to make extra money. No. And here's the other reason why it's not good to charge by the hour, because the better you get and the more efficient you become, you're punishing yourself for becoming better because you're going to do the job faster. Yeah. So why should you lose money when you become more experienced? If you're, why don't you go charge the customer a flat rate and just blast your experience all over the job and say, listen, yes, you're going to pay blast this your experience. <laughs> I mean, I, I, <laughs> you should find the right words for what you want to say. I know. Say, but yeah. I know. I don't know. I don't. There like, was a job. I think you told me early on that. There was a boiler that was kind of um, whacking out on at a woman's house. Whacking out. Whacking out. <laughs> All right, move on. It was at a whack. <laughs> um, and uh, you found out that it was just a switch for the boiler at the top of the stairs every time she thought it was the lights. <laughs> and she kept turning off the boiler and she thought it, it was the lights. Because it wasn't marked with the red plate. Because it wasn't, wasn't marked hey, it wasn't with the red, red plate, switch. right? Didn't you yep. tell me that? That was yep. a job that you did and you had to charge her because I had to charge like, her. Yeah, that's my experience. Like, I knew that and you didn't yeah. kind of a thing. Yep. Like, We've, I figured that out pretty quick. Yeah. And and I went to go write up her bill. She's like, hold on. All you did have to turn, do is turn on a switch. And tell me I need an electrician. I was like, okay, well, if that's the case, then why didn't you do it? Why yeah. didn't you figure it out? Why did you keep shutting off the lights? Like, what do you, what do you <laughs> and think? The we, just, we just ride around in charity trucks doling out knowledge and yeah. wisdom. Well, like, it doesn't work like that. But here's the thing in some cases, yes, you do give. I've seen you go, I've seen you do things because that wasn't a long time customer, right? It was a new customer. New ish, yeah. Yeah. So we you, still have her. I well, had to explain to her now, but and you explained it to her, but 
you do that you don't you do that for a newer customer you have to charge you have to sh- prove to them that you're experienced enough right. that i knew this and you didn't this it is c- why i'm charging you but if it was like a, a long time customer you would never charge that i know that and you have to you have to confidently present your invoice yeah. be like listen this invoice i'm presenting you i know i'm worth it yeah i know i'm worth it so whatever you come back at me with yeah. i have an answer for you because well, first of all we've heard it all and I know that my experience I'm going to put into this job and you're going to be better off for it. Yeah. Like here's the thing about plumbing. When you install plumbing, you have to be good for the next half century. If you put in a sewer line, you better be sure you don't want some hack doing it because you want your sewer line to last until your kids buy the house. That's if the materials last. <laughs> that is true. See, and that's another thing. We talked about that last week where you're going from you're going from mostly metal and and heavy duty solid products to everything is cast. plastic. Everything is plastic. I mean, PVC has been what been around since the. I 80s? think PVC is great. I think it's a great material. Yeah, lightweight, durable. You know, if it catches, you know why you can't use it in commercial applications. If it catches fire. Super right? toxic. Yeah. And so was lead, and they used lead for everything. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you that's why. That's why we have this commercial job coming up. No, it's not even a commercial job. It's that residential job in a really big house and the architect's calling for cast iron. But the stupid thing is the floor below it is all PVC and the floor above is all PVC, which we're not changing. He just wants in the middle of the house. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. No, I'm trying to get him on the phone. He won't respond. But yeah, Engineers think that they're uh, God's gift to the world. And I don't know if this is fo- completely true, but... We did hear that thing where architects make their money by writing into the plans more expensive the type of material because they get a percentage of that. The type of material that you're using. Yeah. That's why they'll they put recommend in expensive is, toilets and stuff like that. Not necessarily the toilets, but they'll they'll recommend sometimes a, a certain type of PEX or a certain type of uh, well, no-hub re- fitting. He's requiring L-copper. Yeah. L copper and cast iron. He's probably getting a kickback. Yeah, that's that's and that's how that's they make their learned. money. Whatever, that's how they make their money. You know, I, I don't care how. Not that I don't care, but people make their money the way they need to. But they, I think engineers go engineers go overboard yeah. like crazy. Remember the job we did where they called for it. Originally, they called for twelve inch diameter PVC pipe. On that drainage, the, the yard drainage, drainage. Yeah, the yard drainage. And then they brought it down to yeah, eight inch because everybody yeah. talked them down and eight inch was still insane. Yeah. I mean, it didn't even make sense. She hasn't flooded since. That's not true. Well, she flooded because <laughs> the pump failed. <laughs> that, yeah. China. Yeah, there you that go. The Chinese pump. Um, you know what? It's, it's funny that we just spent like 20 minutes defending our numbers and then we're like ragging on the architect for making his money. <laughs> Whatever. No, I don't. I, listen again. I don't care what he makes. I uh, it, it doesn't bother me. But if you're going, if you're going overboard with, you know, the type of material that you want to use, then we, he should know. We should say something. I think. Well, listen. Mostly this. Mostly this week we've talked about you know, pricing and numbers. And I think, besides putting in the work to figure out what your numbers should be, it's confidently selling yourself as being worth those numbers. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. And if you lose the job, first of all, if they're if they're going to hassle you down to the point where you're going to start taking off a lot of money, 
No. You're going to lose. Yeah. There's no point in taking that job then. You're already losing with that customer. Don't take a job where you're going to lose money just to take a job. Yeah. Even if you're slow. Even if you're slow, because if you're going to take this job just to take it, to stay busy, and you're going to lose anyway. Well, how do you know that? Because you can kind of tell no, up front. about experience. You'd know that from oh, experience. Oh, experience, yeah. You've had that situation happen to you. You know those you. trigger words that the customer uses. <laughs> Those little, those little triggers you'd be like and that, that make the hairs on the back of your yeah. neck stand up what are those trigger words uh, okay, give me your best price give me your best price uh, this is my best yeah, price right I'm here I'm giving you I'm the price I'm giving you this price yeah if you're calling me for the best price by the way that's my father what but give me your best price I'm, <laughs> I'm not paying for you know he got he has, doesn't he have a t-shirt that says that no <laughs> you know what happens you know what happens sometimes my mom told me that he'll he'll hassle with like the worker that's doing the job or whatever job it is he'll haggle with him let's say the guy gives him okay it's gonna cost five hundred dollars he goes five hundred dollars it's two hundred dollars that's what you're getting <laughs> okay <laughs> the guy will laugh it off do the job and he'll say okay it's five hundred bucks and my dad's like here's two hundred right and that's how he thinks he thinks that's it it's over well my mother will give the guy the extra three the 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 balance of 300 but my father needs to feel good like he got that he got him down to 200 you can take you can take the man out of the middle east but you can't take the middle east out of the man he got for for him in his head and he's and he's sitting outside looking at this beautiful project that the guy did and he's like i got that for this price <laughs> You, can you believe, Max? Can you believe that I got <laughs> down to that? We should price? have him. We should. We should get him on here because uh, he's a business owner. Yeah, he's running a small 30, business. Thirty-five years he's in business. Yeah, by you know. And his his longtime partner left him last year. I mean, that's got to be. Yeah, he's got. He's had to adapt. So it, it was an adjustment. Yeah, I mean, he's not very tech savvy, which in today's day and age, you, you have know, to be. you have to be very tech savvy. Whether you whether or not you like it, um, you know social media, all that kind of stuff. I'm just picturing him out on the back patio with his feet up and just looking smoking around a at cigar, the, and he's the, like, he's not <laughs> realizing that your mom had had like, paid the rest of the bill behind this, his back. This I got this for ten thousand dollars. So funny that and is, it really cost twenty. <laughs> oh, just so content with himself. <laughs> You just have to make... He just has to feel like he got a deal. That's why... Yeah. You know the comedian Sebastian Maniscalco? Yeah. When he talks to his father and he goes... He goes, I can't tell my father what I paid for this thing. I have to give him parent price. Yeah. It's true, yeah. <laughs> because if you tell your parents, especially immigrant parents, what you paid for something... Oh, you got ripped off. It's ripped off. You got you ripped get, off. You, you got everything. I bought this gallon of milk for three fifty. Oh, I could have made that I gallon. Of milk. <laughs> you have cows. <laughs> you have cows. I've never seen a cow here. Uh, well, hey, that's a, the 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 main focus today: numbers, charging right, having confidence. I like I said, I, I want to highlight the word confidence. I've taught. I've listened to guys try to sell their numbers, and they have. They're not confident in what they're charging confidence and that comes from i'm gonna be honest sitting down f finally finally hunkering down and and facing the music that you you literally have to write down all your numbers and figure out where that it's not it's a pain in the ass especially 
for guys who are in the trades, we're in the trades because we want to go out and work. We want to make stuff work. We want to fix things. We don't want to have to come back and sit on a computer. Yeah. But you have to do it. And once you do that, you have the confidence behind you to charge right, make the money that you need to do, and also put in the customer in a good place long term because they're all set now. You've gone in, you've taken care of everything, you've used, you've blasted your experience all over the job site, and they're good now. So, so I, go on and get blasting. Yeah. <laughs> Until next all, week. <laughs> all, all of you blue collar workers, go on and get blasting. <laughs> Start blasting those job sites. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I think this is this will be a good step for next week. But um, guys, thanks for listening. It's always a good time even though it's only the second episode, but we're actually really enjoying this. And uh, thanks again for uh, listening to our little podcast here. Peace out. Have a good one.